I'm Connor. And I'm Sam. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. Okay, so I know we said we were going to make it like a, oh ha ha, Campbell's gone. Oh, you didn't want to do that? No. Okay. Oh, that'd be way more fun. No. Campbell's not here. Campbell is not here. Uh, not for any terrible reason. We were going to make, we were, what we, Samantha wanted to do was us not say anything and just act like he disappeared off the face of the earth. I thought it would be funny. And then like, there'd be like a lot of people talking about it because we have like four whole listeners. I think that would be hilarious if everyone started tweeting, yo, where's Campbell? <laughs> but, uh, we know we're just not going to tell you where Campbell is, but he's perfectly fine. But for this episode, he's he doesn't have Wi-Fi where he's at. Um, but for today's episode and for Wednesday's episode on Loki, Samantha is going to be taken over. So yes, but Campbell will be back next Wednesday, the following Wednesday for uh, the next episode of Loki. So don't worry about don't worry about Cam- Samantha's not here permanently. Oh yeah, that would be wor- that would be the worst. <laughs> well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, hopefully, she thank God we're yes. not leaving. So Samantha, what are we talking about today? Brokeback Mountain. Okay, so no spoilers. Yeah, we're gonna do the no spoilers section for the first ten minutes. So Samantha, you want to just yeah, something I'm afraid I'm gonna forget to mention is that it's in the '60s. It opens in 1963, which he doesn't mention in the beginning of the movie. They don't say that, but later he's like back in '63, and it's um it takes place over like a lot of years, and it's about two men and they go they're herding sheep. From a summer job, they herd sheep up in the mountains. And then while they're up in the mountains, it's just the two of them, and they kind of, you know, catch feelings for each other. And they kind of... I don't know if it's like you can technically say they fell in love. Like, I guess they did. They say too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like... They have why? They have like a family yeah, and then outside later on, Yeah, after they come off the mountain, it's like they go and get married to two... To, and go live their separate lives, and they get married to women. But if but like you know, it follows their relationship as they come back to Brokeback Mountain to see each other. And that's that's all we're gonna say. Yeah. Um. So just thoughts. Yeah. Thoughts. Your. I'll. I'll. I'll I thought. I, yeah, I had an idea here because this is the no spoiler okay. section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can talk about what it was like because I did a little research. I don't know if you did no. about what it was like to be gay in 1960 America. Uh-huh. It was bad. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, well, first in the movie, they go over... Now, that, that's, I'm not going to say it. There's a little bit of a spoiler. Yeah. Just talk, just talk historical. Yeah. Historically, I looked it up. So, in, like, before 1950s, it was completely considered that homosexuality was a mental illness, like a defect. Like, worse than, be, like, depression. It was, like, a, a defect that you would have. It was, like, a disease. And yeah. it was... Like, it was illegal for you to be gay and in government. Like, that was just not allowed. They would fire you if they found out you were gay. And there was, like, widespread discrimination. Like, it was truly considered a complete defect. And you were not a trustworthy person because you had a defect. And that's why they weren't allowed in government. And then there was a study done in, like, 53, 58. I don't remember exactly. And the psychiatrist determined that there wasn't a big difference between gay and straight men. Like, there wasn't like mentally. Like, mentally. Like, they were the same. They, that had been determined. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until, like, 20 years later that the, um, the, psych, the Board of American, like, psych, psychiatrics and stuff uh-huh. took that off the list of mental illnesses. Oh, okay. So, like, in, like, 77 is when they took it off. Oh, dang. 
I'm that's not an exact year. Late, like I think early seventies. Like, that was yeah, like yeah. well past, not well past. That was like in the later events of the movie. I would say. Yeah. It was when it was like ruled that it wasn't a mental illness. Gotcha. But there was a lot of discrimination, and um, legally still. New York, which is not in this movie, but it was like, you know, New York is a very big thing in America. It kind of sets a lot of trends. Yeah. I would say they had these things called decency laws, which made it illegal to be outwardly gay in public. I've heard of that. And that's what led to the Stonewall riots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Police discrimination. I've heard of that before. And um, I will say that the 60s and 70s were a big time for protest and social change, which we knew about with the civil rights movements. Yeah. It was kind of followed the same trends with um, LGBT rights movements. Yeah. It was a lot less than what we know today. Gotcha. So it was like, very slowly there was a moving movement towards accepting LGBT, but at that time they were moving from, this is a complete mental defect, to, okay, maybe it's not. Whereas today it was like no one really mentions it. It's kind of social taboo. To it's it's like proud and prideful. Gotcha. And it's June. It's Pride Month. Yeah, it's June, guys. This was actually not on purpose. Yeah, this is just on your movie list of like I wanted to watch. Yes, I have a movie list. I have a bucket list poster, and this was one of the ones that was on. Yeah. On the poster, it lined up. Yeah. But those are the few things that I researched. Cool. For this. Cool. Not <laughs> great. Yeah. Good and in- good information, should I say? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I, I think that. I, and I, there's we... also more that is in the movie that I don't want to just like say right now because that is that's not the extent. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. We're gonna get into it once it's um spoiler section. Um. Yeah, because I, I I feel like not only did the Civil Rights Act of like 1965 like open up like rights for like African Americans and stuff like that, but I and it, even though it didn't directly like help um people like in the lgbt community i definitely think that like by doing by having that right past it kind of made things not necessarily like it didn't help them entirely but it made things easier to get the word yeah. out about like other oppressed groups like my yeah. women and then i mean title nine came out in the 70s for women and then mm-hmm. um yeah it's kind of like you know how the millennials are like the social movement generation? Mm-hmm. The boomers were kind of like that back in the 70s. And Speaking like, the boomers. Er- <laughs> All right. This isn't the first time I've had to record one of these in this case. So. As you could tell, um, there were some technical difficulties. It cut off about a minute's worth of content after the point you just heard. Um, like you were listening, we talked about social change and what was going on in terms of the LGBTQ plus movement. And we ended up stemming off of the Civil Rights Act of 1965. And that's its impact on civil, on um, the LGBTQ plus community. I ended up mentioning the... Uh, 20, we talked about how things kind of, they weren't exactly the same now as they were then, but things have gotten a, l- a little bit better. And I mentioned the 2015 court case, Obersfeld v. Hodges, which legalized gay marriage. And what you're going to hear in just a second is 
us connecting it to the fact that it was based on a the, the movie was based on a short story written in the early 90s so again sorry about the technical difficulties but we hope you can enjoy the rest of the podcast thank you Court, I forgot what the name of the court case. Based on a short story written in the 90s. Um, and I forgot the name of the author. But she it was kind of, it, but she did. Yeah, I saw that. That it was like, do you want to look at the book or the movie? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, there was a short story in the early 90s that was about the, basically the same. Um, but the story was very, was good. I thought the performance, I think the performances on behalf of like Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. and Heath Ledger were like the strongest part of the entire thing. Um, I know that's what. I think that's why it's on so many lists and it's got such good reviews as part of it is like the the plot's good because it's based on usually movies based on books for the most part are pretty decent because they've got that strong like literary like backing. Nice. Yeah. So um but with this one I think the strongest point is definitely the the characters and like the act the acting yeah. performances. It did it did lean heavily on their performances and their ability to like Communicate things that you couldn't see. Like, are we are we spoiling now? Yeah. Um, you could finish this thought without spoiling. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I would say there are things that like you need to show and you can't tell, and they did that. Mm-hmm. All right. So since we were kind of getting close to it, uh, we're gonna. Here's the warning for spoiler section. So if you haven't seen Brokeback Mountain and care to see it, uh, pause and go do that now. Otherwise, yeah. Here we go. Three, two, one. So you were saying you can continue your yeah. thought. So I was thinking like his name was Innes, right? Yeah. Innes had a lot of like emotional issues and you could tell that. I mean, they yeah. weren't some movies which are trash were like Innes had terrible. He's so sad. He's so he's very disconnected from his emotions. But like instead Or they just go to like a therapist and Yeah. Like, they, and they'd say it. Yeah. But instead, like, he was really able to show that he had a lot of like suppressed anger and like he was very disconnected from his emotions and he had like very deep yeah because I, I did notice that because one of the things i noticed that at the very beginning i wanted to talk about was they're so aggressive yeah i think that might be about masculinity maybe or like because okay you see Innis was a lot more i think disconnected jack, from his emotions than jack but i think and i think but uh, jack was the, the one that instigated it at the beginning yes I think, I don't know. I feel like Innes was much more disconnected all through the movie, and, and Jack was like able to. Well, I mean, Jack, I mean, Innes didn't even talk for like the first ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. I mean, no, that was it. That was interesting. Though the beginning mm-hmm. opened up, and there was like no dialogue for like yeah. ten minutes. The thing that struck me is there was no music for a lot of it. There were oh, that that main theme I think was pretty. Yeah, it came, but like there was a lot of points in like a lot of major moments where they just like. Instead of having background music, you would hear the shuffling of their feet, and you would hear them like. Yeah, yeah it's true. And I think that kind of added to the movie because it was like you're it's not heavy on the yeah. It's not. It didn't like. It's got undertones. To, yeah, it didn't try to drill the. This is a sad moment. You just had to like feel it. Yeah, that's it true. Was. And I think that was a, that's kind of a big theme. Like this is plain and this is life, and I think that's something Innis did a lot. Where like he had to live his life and he would like he hated it mm-hmm. but it was just like he had to take it as what it was there was no big orchestra in the background yeah yeah that's true i because there are parts where it's like 
it's it, they had more music on things when they were like kind of like in between scenes mm -hmm. almost as like a yeah like a buffer were, when they were shooting like like scenery, scenery like, and them, stuff like that when they were moving the sheep they they had like that music in the background like yeah. well, was driving or something like that yeah but when you were like and they got into it there was no music yeah um what was i gonna say uh Jesus, I lost my... Should I say something? If you had something else to say, yeah. I feel like I'm talking a lot, but this is a podcast, so... Yes, that is the point. <laughs> She's a little new to this. <laughs> um, What was I going to say? Um, We were talking about the characters' performances. Oh, yeah, at the beginning, I, I don't know... Maybe I just misinterpreted, but it seemed like it kind of... The relationship kind of came out of the light. There... It did seem like it came out of nowhere. But I think that's what it was. I think... I think in a way... Because they say that Jack was drunk. Yeah, it's that they were both drunk. Yeah. Because, like, Innes was like, he threw the bottle away and it was empty. But, okay, so... It's just so weird. I mean, how do you go from a... I think they were hiding their emotions. I think they were developing their relationship the entire time, and neither of them wanted to be, like... Or, like, tell the other one... either of them, I, I don't think either... Obviously, what, one of the things I was wondering was, like, I, Innes obviously was not like gay before, like he didn't like that's not what I meant. I meant like he, he didn't ever done something. Like he wasn't he going into it. He didn't feel like he was. Yeah, I, I'd say Innes was more disconnected than Jake was. Jack, Jack was way more in tune with himself than Innes was. But I think Innes was brought up in a way like they went over his. I'm just saying I don't think either of them were like even in the, to themselves. I, I I don't think either of them felt like they were ahead of time. Like, yeah. when they met, obviously, yeah. they weren't attracted. I don't think when they met, they were necessarily no. attracted to each other. I don't think they showed that, but, like, I also think the movie wasn't about that. Because, um, like, the first portion, like, I do think that was kind of underbaked, like, where they just started having sex. Yeah. But, like, I think maybe it was supposed to start like that, kind of, like, kind of, like, best friends to, to like, yeah. relationship. It was just like it was just kind of like had to flip the switch. Like the tension was there, but it wasn't yeah. like I don't know. I like I, I feel like they would have kissed or something. They, I, don't, I think they just, really... just both closeted, and the only thing that would have pushed them together was like a sexual drive, not like a really want to kiss right now. And I, I think what so, yeah. pushed them to that breaking point was I want to have sex right now. And they were both drunk, so they weren't like, oh, um, he's gonna know I'm gay. I see. That I'm attracted to men. I don't know if it necessarily means they are gay. I see. I'm thinking now, I'm going to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this one. Sorry, we... Well, My brother listens to this. Oh, yeah. This is a rated R movie. Yes. This so, is a rated R movie. It's about LGBT well, in 1960. Which is... Yeah, so don't see this if you are... Just It's rated R. You know that. It's rated R. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um... Who do you think was more of like? I guess. I guess. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. I, I answered my own question. Okay. <laughs> um. Tell them. I was gonna. Th I was thinking like, who do you think it was more of the main character? But it was definitely Ennis. It was Ennis. Yeah. It was about Ennis's emotional. Oh, oh, by the way, skates. I I was looking up. I looked up the movie, and you know how it shows you questions. Like no. when you look up with something, and yeah, it yeah, says yeah. like. It, it has the question. One of the questions was literally, "Why does Jack die in?" Yeah, I think that. So and and so going into this, I knew that he was yeah. gonna die. So I was so pissed. That's that's pretty bad. But I think that's a good segue to talk about hate crimes. 
I know one of the major issues, I didn't say this in the beginning because of spoilers, but a major issue with LGBT rights and movements and, you know, being openly yeah. gay or like showing your identity was hate crimes. Yeah. People like that, that is still an issue today. I would say less than when it was back in the day. Yeah. And in other countries, it's just a massive issue. It's still going on like very severely. Yeah. But like hate crimes is discussed in this. And I think it was a major, it was like, it wasn't a very big set. It was a shown, but a major point yeah. in the movie. Yeah. Cause it was like, it was what Innis had been afraid of. He wasn't afraid of not getting a job. He wasn't afraid of, you know, not being hired. Yeah, he was afraid of like whatever he was going to He was afraid of like what everyone was going to think, but also about like getting killed. Oh, yeah. Cause that was a major dissuader to why they didn't run away together. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like... And it was also that childhood trauma of seeing a dead man and being, that is what gay is. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's a, definitely a heavy movie at times. Yeah. Um, man, I don't even know how to... I don't even know what to say after that. Um, yeah, they, he's, I think they both... It, it was just... At times, I was a little... I was trying to figure out whether, like, they both... At what point they both, like, accepted it. Accepted what? Like the fact that like, because I feel like there was, there were, they were on the, in the beginning they were kind of like. Oh, I'm not gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like said, they were back and forth. Yeah. Like in the beginning they said that. So I was just trying to, in my mind throughout the movie, I was just trying to figure out at like what point they had basically decided. Accepted. I would say I for mean, Innes, he definitely, when he got that postcard from Jack, that was a turning point because he was very excited. Like when, the oh, like after yeah. so many years? Yeah, after the four years, when he got the postcard from Jack, yeah. he was just so excited. And I think that's when he finally had accepted, like, this is what I want. This is, like... Yeah. Because it just seemed like after what happened in the tent at the beginning of the movie, they mm-hmm. kind of just... They wanted to ignore it, yeah. And even then, like, there was that weird part where they, like, why would... Like, they punched, like... When they started fighting? I think, yeah, I think that has a lot to do with... Innes had a lot of anger issues. Like at first, I thought they were gonna like. I thought start, it, I, like, yeah. kissing or something. It looked like they were like, you know, wrestling. <laughs> and then they literally punched but each then other. But instead the face. of like kissing each other, they started fighting. Like literally beating the crap out of each other. I think that has a lot to do with um, Innes's anger, and I think they like. I don't know if this is what the directors meant or whatever, but like I think Innes kind of like hated the idea of himself being LGBT because of the hate like that's been. Drilled into yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I think in a way he hated himself for it, and then he just reacted in a way that like he hurt other people around him. Because later on, he his ex wife at that point he grabbed her arm when she was like confronting him. Jack, yeah, yeah. So he got very angry then. I think that's a lot to do with him like being angry at himself for like or angry at society and just like having a lot of anger in him for living. Being something that didn't fit in in the world he was yeah, in, I think he was just. Conf- I think there was a lot of confusion on his part, like because yeah. he doesn't, he didn't know what to. He didn't want to accept himself yeah. in a side society. Didn't want to accept him, and that's really what the issue was. Yeah. I mean, there's that one part at the beginning when he kind of like he goes in the alley and he like just he's like yells. punching the wall. Like why? Like why exactly was do you think he was doing that? Like was he like well, was he frustrated or like? I think it was both. Hate again, like he hate like, was he himself LGBT. I think he it was like this internalized anger at himself for being LGBT, like oh. so that 
I don't know how to explain what I'm yeah, saying. I get what you I get what you're saying. Like yeah, like he did not want to not fit in into the world he was in. Yeah. He, like he he's both angry at the world and angry at he himself. Frustrated. And then he also he got let off early. Which later we find out was because he the foreman or whatever. Yeah, because he saw them. He, he, he saw them messing around. Which is another issue with 1960 America is that if you were outed, you would lose job opportunities and jobs. Yeah. Which is, I think, still an issue. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the Equal Rights Bill, which is like supposed to protect against that, but I think there's no provision for There's definitely the like dis- discrimination and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. That's why there's still a bill in the Senate right now. Yeah. What was I going to say? Um, I, I thought it was interesting um, how they, the passage of time. Yes, I was going to say something about that. Uh, I've discussed this before. Um, what's it called? Uh, Forrest Gump does a similar kind of thing where they don't like make a big deal about it. It just happens. Um, like next thing you know, he's older. Next thing you know, yeah. it's like. And there's stuff that, that, there's context clues that help you figure out. The whole time I was trying to figure out what exact year everything was. Mm-hmm. I was looking at, like, the makes and models of cars and, like, <laughs> what everybody was wearing. Yeah, I was kind of following their children's age. That too. Like, the age of the kids. Yeah. I was using that as a main reference. And then to pinpoint years, I was looking at, like... At the cars. Like, at the end when her... At the very end scene when it's, like, uh, when her his oldest daughter yeah. comes over and she's 19... Before she was 19, based on the car, I'd figured out it was, I think it was 1982. Oh, uh, okay. Because the car model, I think, at yeah. the end is like an 80 or 81. So I was like, okay, that's probably 1982. Okay. And then she said she was 19, and I was like, yes. Because <laughs> I think there's there were like there were three or four significant time frames. Because there was 1963, which was when they met, and then 1967, which was when they met up the we second time. And his wife saw. What his was wife it? saw right off the bat. Yeah, I thought that was pretty crazy. It was. Yeah, I, that made me start to think. That made me started thinking. <laughs> that made me start to think about like divorce in the '60s. Like that wasn't a major thing. Yeah, so she kind of just not... she kind of ignored it, and I guess she wanted the marriage to kind of work, but that was a... because like I think a lot of what they had was they couldn't with they couldn't. Uh, it was hard for both of them to live on their own to afford. Yeah, so, like the money kind of. It was more of a financial. Yeah. Their relationship was. They didn't hate each other, but it was like a financial thing. Like even if they yeah. wanted to get a divorce, it would it, it would just wouldn't be work. Very bad. Yeah, and I think that was another thing in the background. Like she was hesitant to divorce him, probably because of the money and for, maybe for the kids. But later on, oh, when yeah. she does divorce him, she goes and she marries her manager, who was in the Thanksgiving scene later. Yeah, and he was their manager earlier, and she has a much nicer house. And I think. She only felt secure divorcing him when she knew she had another thing lined up. Maybe, yeah. maybe. Well, I think yeah. she got rest- she mostly- might have been, she very well could have been like seeing him. Yeah. I I got that feeling when I they think- were cleaning up at the mm-hmm. But I think, you know, he was cheating. She was like, "All right, let's just Yeah. Let's line something up." I wouldn't for the wives. Do you want to talk about the wives? I was just going to keep going through the dates. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, like yeah. 1963 is when they met and then 1967 was when they got back together. And then, um, I think shortly after that was when, um, did, oh, no, no, no. Yeah, I think it was probably, like, night, when, when was it that Jack met his wife? That was, in, that was in that four-year period, right? Or was it after? 
it was in the, after. But I kind of remember him talking about the fact that he had a. Oh yeah, he had, yeah, it was. I think it was during because I think it was. It was probably about two I or think three. Think it could be something that tied him to Texas for him not to just move. Yeah, because he was talking. They were in the remember they were in the yeah. the motel room and he was like, oh, I've got. He was yeah. talking about his wife. Okay. Okay. Um. Yeah, because her dad hated him. Yeah. 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 Anyway, and then. There was... And he only got married to her because he knocked her up. I believe. Really? I think so. I thought they were seeing each other before that. Um. Well, they hooked up after the bar scene, and then the next scene, I think, was just her with a baby. Next scene she was in. I guess, maybe. And then her dad hated him, so I think he was he knocked her up. I guess so. Um. The next date, I think it was a little bit un- a little bit fuzzy after this. You go from, like, the 60s to the 70s. Um, the last major date I remember was 1975, because that was the year of the dance. The poster in the back, at the, when they were dancing at that event where they had... David yes. Ar- David Arbor was in that from Stranger Things. Yeah. That was 1975, yeah. because sure. there was a sign in the back. Mm. I have a question here. We're just... I'm, I'm not staying as structured as you are. Oh. Um, David Arbor, what was his character? He was someone's husband. Someone's husband. He was, was. He trying to get with. Um, I think Jack? it was a. I th- I got that feeling too. Yeah, I think he was trying to flirt with him. Definitely, and um, no, I think that was a business thing. I think that had to do with. I think he was working for his yeah, wallet. They were both working for the same company, right? Uh, yeah. But he was kind of in a little bit. He was like a manager or something. He was a new hire, I think. He was a new hire, but he, he was he a moved hire, in. higher up position i think so yeah because he got offered that cabin and i think when he invited jack to the cabin i think that was um oh yeah definitely i got right yeah, 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 yeah. figured that out um but yeah that was 1975 yes and then the next date the next major thing after the after that event i can't remember what else happened after that um oh the divorce i think the divorce was 1970 was so a divorce after that? Yeah. Yeah. Or it might have been that same. Jeez, they said it because he said the the, the uh, officiating guy said the date. The yeah. Year. I can't remember when that was. It was the next thing that happened. Was it before or after that? They see they were independent events, so I didn't. I can't remember didn't which. Them. I can't remember which. Yeah. But I think I think it was early seventies was when they got the. Yeah, because well, I remember. I remember it was. I remember what it was. Time. I think it was after that event because I remember I was thinking like it was about, they were married for about 10 years. Okay. So it might have been, I think it was like 1974 or something like that that they got okay. divorced because they got married in 1963. And I think their first daughter was because she was pregnant when they went up in 1963. So that daughter that's 19 at the end uh-huh. is the daughter that was, yes. she was pregnant with in 1963. Yes. Um, they, um, I was going to say, one of the daughters just, like, went missing halfway through the movie. They just didn't age her up, right? No. We, after they had two, didn't they? They had two, but um, we only saw one in the next two children scenes. I think there was in the, not in the last one, but in the, the one right before that she was in it. Yeah, but oh, the no, one what, scene where he was driving, there was only Oh, yeah, it was just her, because she was just taking, they got to that age where she's an older teenager. She's not mm-hmm. hanging out with her younger sister anymore. Oh, okay. So, so she's, she's an older her... sister? Okay. Never she, there was an older sister born in 1963. Okay. I thought it was the... I confused. I was. I thought that the one we... Had, the one with the car at the end is the oldest sister. Okay. The one that you're saying went missing is a slightly younger one. 
And she was born in like 65, 66 or something like that. And she's yeah. probably, because she was. Because I'm talking about a, a different scene than you are. I'm talking about when Ennis was driving. Okay, he brought one of his daughters to go meet his new No, there daughter, were two. The blonde girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was one daughter. Who was that? Was it the older or the younger? No, it's the oldest one. It's the same one that was at the end scene. The younger one was just, I didn't see her after that scene. Or, because she just wasn't there. Okay. She just wasn't interested. Well, again, it's older sister. You don't, I mean, there's an age difference. I don't do the same things I did. Sometimes I'll go out with my dad and do stuff that I don't do with my brother and sister. Yeah. Okay. It's like she got to that age where she was yeah. older. They I'm went, just wondering they about went like to like custody. a bar. They did go to <laughs> And, um, yeah. She was in it because her. I think her sister was probably a couple years younger than her. Because um, there's that scene on the swings mm-hmm. when I think it's probably about a three or it's probably about like you and Rachel. Well, not you. Okay. Uh, yeah, you and Rachel. Yeah, that's like it was also the children were very close because they were both babies at the same time. You remember? Yeah, I mean, I think that one one was a toddler when the other one was born. Yeah, yeah, because they were both in small pens. Pens. <laughs> the bed. <laughs> like the bed. Sheep, like the sheep. <laughs> yes. Um, they came off the mountain with more sheep than they went up with. Because that, those dudes <laughs> missed it all off. So well, that wasn't their fault. That's because they... Yeah, but that's funny. I think that's funny. Because, like, I think that shows that, like, they did a better job. They did a way better job than anyone else could because they came back down with more sheep. But I still think you're but not supposed have, to... But because you're still not supposed to do that. Like, the overwhelming, like... Obviously, you're not supposed to steal sheep. But... They did way better than anyone else could, but they got fired because they were gay. What do you mean way better than anyone else could? Is anyone else going to come off that mountain with more sheep? That's not how... That's not the logic. They know, but they did a good job. Like, their work... Their work was good. They walked... On screen, they lost, like, two sheep. And, like, their their work was fine, but they got fired anyways. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I think they pushed that their work is good even farther by I didn't get that. coming down with more sheep than they started with. In my mind, I was kind of like, well, they were messing around, so. <laughs> so they, they entangled their sheep? No, I meant like, I meant like, I, I didn't make the connection that he fired them because, uh, yeah. because of that until yeah. the second time that he talked to yeah. them. The first time I was like, well, I mean, like, if you send a girl and a guy up there and they're messing around instead of watching the sheep, then I feel like yeah. that'd be a right reason. I don't think they... That greatly affects. What are you going to do? Look at the sheep all day? Well, you're going to do your job. I mean, they were cooking dinner together. It's not like they were doing their laundry. It's not like they were. Um... No, the night that they were canoodling. Yeah. They didn't. They... No one went out to go uh-huh. look at the sheep. Mm-hmm. So two of the sheep died because they were busy doing whatever okay. they were doing. They still came down with more sheep than they started. That's like <laughs> yeah. Until until Jack came up the second summer and talked to him, I thought that it was just because like they were not paying attention to their job that one night. Oh yeah. Um but yeah, your point makes worse when I put that together, but I was like, this guy looks homophobic. <laughs> he was in something else. He looks familiar. I can't remember what is the foreman guy. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, what was another, another, oh, uh, the wives? Goodfellas does a, something. This, the tra- transitioning between times reminds oh, me of yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah, I do think, and this is, and this looks like he ages. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how they did that. I think they just gave him, like, they grayed up his hair. It's makeup. Yeah. They, like, they, 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 they gave him wrinkles. Yeah, at the end of the movie, he had, like, wrink. it was, like, very fine wrinkles, too. It wasn't, like, his skin was falling yeah, out of his face. And then they just gave Jack a mustache. Yeah, that was, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna die. Just. Throw a mustache on him. Stop. Um, 
No, yeah, I mean, I... Oh, you know something I want to talk about? What? This is closer to the end of the movie. This is after Jack died. His parents' house was all white. It was scary. All white. Yeah. Do you remember that? The floors were white? Yeah. Why? I don't know. That was a there was a that was a director's choice. Analyze the authorial choices. <laughs> Stop. Again. Um I want to talk about the parents too. I did you think Did the mom know? They I, seem like they know. The mom I think the mom did. I believe but they have like a cross on their wall. Like I don't know. It just didn't I believe they might have known. I think the mom Another did. thing I wanted about history and LGBT. I like not in throughout the 60s there were various organizations that were like that were pro gay rights but a lot of them ended very quickly because of um peer pressure basically i don't know how to say that like they got ran out oh yeah and one of them was like mothers mothers for and they didn't use lgbt they used like homosexual yeah yeah and so there was support and there was familial support back in the day it wasn't all so that, that that that's what made me think too, because I feel like Jack was kind of closeted and kind of knew he was closeted for a while. A, a, mm-hmm. I think he a long, a, like longer, but then uh, Ennis said that wasn't even in his mind. I, yeah, before. I think Ennis never wanted to think about his emotions or his, you know, what, what he was attracted to. He was like, "I'm going to do this job. I'm going to marry a woman. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to get another job. I'm going to get a house." Like he was very. Yeah, like yeah. very one step at a time. He was thinking about the logistical life steps rather than like what he wanted. Yeah, and he didn't follow what he wanted. He followed what he was supposed to do, what his siblings had done. I think. Yeah, yeah. And what is yeah, his dad. Yeah. That said, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but I think at least the mom knew. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, because the dad was kind of against like. He kind of didn't want him to take the ashes because mm-hmm. he wanted to bury him at the plot, the family, the family plot. plot. It's, I think there was kind of a moment when he came down with oh, the shirt. You know what another thing I oh, that was related to this? I don't know if you want to finish your thought. I was just going to say, like, when he came down with the shirt and the mom saw, like, I, I think there was, there, I sensed, like, a... Uh-huh, they knew. Yeah. I think one thing, in the beginning of the movie, Jack said his father had, like, kicked him off the farm or something like that. I'd run him off the farm. Yeah. That might have been because he was gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think his father would have known. I think his father knew, but he wasn't as accepting of it as, that, as, as, his, dad, mother? as his mom was. Okay, yeah. So his parents knew. I think both the parents think- knew, but until the very... I mean, even at that end part, after he died and everything, I think his dad was still kind of like... He wasn't like mad about it, but he just wasn't... He was kind of like indifferent to it. But his mom mm-hmm. was a little bit more open. Except, except. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. And compared to Innes' upbringing, where it was like, his dad probably committed the hate crime. And either if he did, if his dad didn't or didn't, or did, he definitely wanted to drill into his children's head, do not be gay. Yeah. Do not, you know, be LGBT. Yeah. And so I think that Innes grew up in a very unaccepting, very... Hard. I don't think and I don't think Jack on the other hand, I don't think Jack was in any kind of progressive household either. No. But he was I don't think pa- Jack, I don't think Ennis's parents and Jack's parents are are too I don't think they're too too different. But I yeah. mean I don't know. I think it was really I think Ennis also didn't have his parents for a long time. So he was basically brought up doing various jobs because his siblings because they died his parents died and then his siblings like got married and left him basically yeah. time yeah 
And I think he, Ennis was very much raised by the culture around him. Yeah. So, and that was like being a cowboy, like being a ranch hand, doing various jobs. That was like his upbringing. Yeah. And that's what he did until he like the end of the movie. And I think Jack wasn't brought up exactly like that. And he found, and he like got a business job. So yeah, I think I, Ennis was a lot more set in his ways than Jack ever was. I, w- I will say, that reminded me, um, another interesting thing throughout the movie that I noticed is like, you can kind of tell is like a con, like a contrast between their characters is like, um, throughout the course of the movie, you can see them like change. And throughout the whole movie, Ennis kind of just wears the same clothes. He wear he mm-hmm. drives the same, I mean, he drives the same truck mm-hmm. from the beginning of the movie. And you can see, like, I think uh, Jack gets like, uh, is wearing a whole brand new outfit every single time you see him. And he's yeah. wearing like, he's got a brand new truck. I mean, every time you see him is like, he's got a new truck. Yeah, I think Ennis, like I said, Ennis is very set in his ways, and I think Ennis wasn't wasn't as adaptable as Jack was. And I think we can talk about Jack a little bit. Is he was a very he was much more fluid. Yeah, he could, you know, go buy a new car. He could go. Well, I think part of it was like I think to... part of it was like I think it had to do with his wife. Yeah. Because his wife, his wife gave him all the money. Yeah, his wife made a lot of money. Job. That's just what I was thinking about. Like his his wife, I yeah, and the hookup on that. That's another thing that that reminds me of is that they had they started at the same place, Innocent Jack, and they like went their separate ways. Well, I thought I thought oh, no. I'm let me let me finish. So okay, they okay. they started at the same place and they went their separate ways. Except, like I said, Innis is less adapt, like less you know ready to zig and zag as Jack is, and so Jack, I, I don't think it's any fault of his own. He just you know, slept with a rich girl. Yeah. So Ennis, like, they start at the same place. They're basically doing the same things, except Jack, you know, is, like, going upwards, and Ennis is kind of, like, staying the same, like, yeah. kind of being broke all the time, as he, as he said. And then Jack is able to, like, you know, make a lot of money. And I think that's... I don't know how much of a commentary that is, but, like, they... Yeah, I get what you're saying. They are the same in the same skill set, but they went and lived they, very different in life. Yeah. And it gave them different, uh, yeah, uh, different pros and cons. I think a lot of it is no, no fault of their own. Like, obviously, Jack won the lottery by getting with the rich girl. Yeah. But. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But he also was able to be like, all right, I'm a salesman now. I'm not a rodeo guy. Yeah. And I think that was some, like, some benefit to him. And he was always the one that was talking about doing, getting a house. and Yes, being, he was like, a bigger dreamer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Jack was, I mean. Yeah, that's the thing like, about Jack's character is he was a dreamer. He wanted to, like, you know, he had big plans for that. everything. And that was kind of sad because he was the one that died. Yeah. And he was the one that wasn't afraid. I think a lot of this, like this, where there's two main characters and you get to know them both. The brain time, happened, and then one yes. dies. It's always the one that's like a dreamer, and then the sec, and then the person that's like kind of stubborn throughout the rest of it kind of gets a new perspective. Perspective as a result, yeah. like there's, I could you could name, I can't think of another yeah. one, but I, it's definitely a common yeah. thing. I would say, um, I lost my thought. That's what I kept having. You go. Um, I wanted to talk about the the Mexico scene. Yeah. So I think he kind of. They were very upset about Mexico later on too. So the first part is like he like goes to like see a prostitute, mm-hmm. and so I think it's kind of like he's trying to 
he has wants and desires and i think he kind of wants to feel like what he's doing is like okay and i think he had like val he, he felt validated when he when he went and got someone else who was like all right yeah i yeah that's pretty accurate assessment i do think that is um like a sexual need he's not oh yeah his wife isn't gonna do that like he has needs and things that he wants to do that he can't get from his wife and stuff like that so like so he just followed that. I want to know, Ennis was very mad about Mexico. Why? Was he, like, afraid of him being, like, outed, or...? Oh, I think, again, it just goes back to, like, he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to try anything because he's afraid of what's going to happen, and he doesn't yeah. want to, like... It wasn't about Mexico specifically. It was just about the idea of, like... Being gay out loud? Like, like I don't, I don't know. That I think he wanted sense. to be able to be gay out loud, but he like, couldn't. And I, I don't think he you know, wanted to... How was LGBT rights in Mexico at that time? I don't... Mexico. Do you know? No, I don't I, I don't, don't think it was... If anything, it wasn't any better than America. the United States. I mean... Yeah. No, yeah, people... I mean, no. It definitely wasn't... It was, it was probably worse. Yeah, I don't... I, I, think, I think the thing was that Mexico just kind of... Uh, at this time, kind of just did whatever they wanted anyway. So if you're like gay, they don't really care. Yeah, like in America, they're they're, they're more worried. If you weren't wor- you weren't worried about getting like outed or killed in Mexico if you were gay. You weren't getting outed or killed regardless of anything. Okay. I'm just saying, like it was a there were plenty of like uh, a... there were like drug there was drug trafficking and like there was a lot more. It wasn't the issue. Like, it was... It was also, they were prostitutes, so it's like they were already on hard times. It's not like they were going to get fired. There were other things. There's a lot... I think there was a lot less order uh-huh. in terms of, like, the back... There was easy... There were easy ways for them to be gay and do what they wanted They were going to get fired getting... if they owned their own farm, basically. Like, there was less... There wasn't as much... Yeah, because it was just... Everybody just did whatever... Massive did business. What, yeah, sure. everybody just kind of did their thing. I'm not saying, like, Mexico was, like... Some kind of post-apocalyptic wasteland or something, but like, it wasn't as. There were yeah, other you things. Say, um, America, it does have a lot more stigmatism than, I well, like I'm thinking way. Far they might have back. been better off, but I think that it was like easier for them to lay low and do that down there, because there was they. they They're also not near their Jack personally wasn't near his family or anyone that could recognize him because he was yeah. in Mexico. And again, like I, I think. I mean, if people could be down there, like, more easily getting away with other stuff, mm-hmm. like, um... Yeah, okay, yeah. You know what I'm saying? There, uh, yeah. What? Nothing. I was gonna say, like, if drugs were a bigger thing in Mexico at that time, then, like... Yeah, you can, yeah, like, there's not as much cracking down on this kind of stuff down there. Yeah. I mean, not that they wouldn't... But also, like... At the end of the day, it is a prostitute, and a prostitute isn't going to lose their job because that is they were outed. Yeah, and that's you know. Uh, I yeah, I think it, it was just I think Ennis was just mad because he didn't want to try anything, and like he was just scared. Yeah, I think a big thing with Ennis was that he was afraid. Yeah, and like he was taught to be afraid oh, by yeah. his parent, by his father. First, and so there was a lot of conflicting emotions and then feelings. Yeah. Innes was very disconnected from his emotions the entire movie. So, do you have any other thoughts before we wind it down? Um, the ending. Um, the very ending, the marriage. Because um, now there was a juxtaposition, big bird there, where 
Innes told Jack he couldn't see him again because he had to work for that on the ranch for that season or whatever. But when his daughter asked him to go to the wedding, he said they're gonna have to find another cowboy. And I'm wondering if that was, I'm wondering if that's supposed to be his um his emotional growth. That is not. Oh yeah, it is. It is. I think he. I think he learned to live in the moment, like to to take life. You know, just to you know experience life. But that does not at all all the emotional growth he needed. I think he was. I think it was a significant. It's. I think it. Representing the fact that he's making a start, he's starting to. Okay. It's the beginning. Yeah. I was okay. Yes, because it was like it was somewhat. He didn't grow all the way, you know. You know, I think it's supposed to mean that like he was. Be- he's beginning. He's to starting to learn and become a little bit more in tune with like what he wants to mm, okay. do and what how he yeah. wants to live. And he's starting with his daughter. Yeah. Um. Well, there was a lot to talk about in that movie. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but I think we touched on the main stuff. I think overall, overall thoughts. Not you can spoil whatever. Just thoughts on the movie. Um, it's a good movie. I think another thing I was going to say, but I didn't. It was a very um. You didn't see the entire story. Like you saw, you did see the whole story, but there was a lot left off screen. You know. Oh yeah, especially and I think that's between years and all. Yeah, that kind of I think stuff. that's how. This movie and this story, type of storytelling overall is, like, how it goes. And yeah. It's, very, it's like, I haven't seen a lot of movies that do that. I don't Forrest want, Gump is the first one that yeah, came to mind. I don't watch as many as you, and it was just a little bit different than Forrest Gump. Maybe because Forrest Gump was, like, he was one character, and it was about him and not his Yeah, movie. I just meant, like, the, the span of time and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was also, like, I don't know, it was a little bit different, because it didn't tell you flashback number four now. Oh, yeah, I know it wasn't, like... I mean, he was literally, like, smacked into, like, world events. Yeah. Yeah. So, I would say it is an interesting way to tell a story. I like that. It was... It also went over a lot of emotions, I would say. You know, it's a pretty detailed film. I do think you need to understand a lot about... Context? Yeah, the context. I mean, obviously, it does go over that. It does. Hmm. It does. It covers a lot of bases. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, that's. I would say that's hard to do well without you know becoming preachy, which they did. Yeah, and making it almost like document, like like a documentary, like yeah. like a list of facts. Yeah, uh, it was a good. They, it was a good way. Good movie. Good. Good movie. <laughs> <laughs> they did it well. A lot of movies would do it poorly. And it's it's a very touchy subject too. Yeah. And I think they did that good. Yeah, before we without it being preachy and like. Yeah, before we started, I asked you, are they, is it going to be like a, like a cringy? Yeah, like... Are they going to drop the ball on this and it'd be like a little homophobic? But they Yeah. I, I think... Um, I, you kind of t- basically said what I was going to say. I think that, like I said at the very beginning, the performances are the strongest point. Heath Ledger, rest in peace. Um, and Jake Gyllenhaal, I think they were the, definitely the strongest yeah. aspect of the movie. Um, with the plot coming next... But yeah, I, I think overall it was really good. I would definitely recommend it. It's, I mean, it's definitely super heavy. Um, yeah, it's something you need to be prepared to watch. Like uh, us going in, I was like, all right, nineteen sixties LGBT. And I heard of it. It's not gonna go like, I, yeah. It's like it's a, it's rated R. <laughs> yeah, I, and, I think as long as you know what you're getting into. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I wasn't traumatized or anything. Yeah, like just. I think it, it's very well put together, very well. Mm-hmm. The um, 
it just covers a lot of bases, and I think the the performance yeah. on behalf of the actors was very strong. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. um, Good that, movie. Uh, Would recommend. Yes. Uh, with that being said, I'm Connor. I'm Sam. And you just wasted the last hour of your life listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, please be sure to follow us on social media at The Real Real Geeks for the latest news and updates. Also, be sure to leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Let us know and we'll be sure to take a look.